Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far podcast, where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike, the far in this equation. And I'm John, the near. All right, today we are going to talk about the current state of Disney transportation and what our experiences are right now. And, you know, I'd say recent past and probably recent future, too. Right, John? I mean, it, well, it, sure. I mean, you know, so uh, I don't I don't really want to date this. I, um, but what I do want to say is I don't see Disney changing their transportation anytime soon. There's no plans that anybody has leaked or talked about. So what we got right now, we're probably going to be dealing with for a while. So uh, we're going to discuss that and more. In just a few minutes but first john i'm gonna ask you how your week in the parks went but first i want to say that we missed last week because you were on a little side trip and you came up here and uh you met you met up with me up in uh, hershey <laughs> pennsylvania and uh we last saturday instead of doing a podcast we went to hershey's chocolate world what would you think of that oh i always loved hershey's chocolate world i that 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 was kind of one of my closer home resorts but my only uh, uh, opinion on it is though it didn't get better over the years whenever they redo it it it's less believable every re- redo they they do like when i i was a kid it was so realistic that i was surprised when i learned they weren't really making chocolate in there yeah i thought they I were i was like wow i'm going through a chocolate factory and then the next one, you know, like uh, when I was like in my 20s or 30s, they updated it and then they had singing cows and they got rid of all the talk about like some of the more re- realistic parts, but it was still pretty good. And then when I went back this time, they had a screen and a lot of the things that looked real, they had like a projection with a glowing line around it that looked like a kid's cartoon and i'm like they're they're going in the direction of forget uh believability let's just make it fun and that's it's it's still good though i wrote it twice mm-hmm. but in my opinion it didn't get better it, it gets less enjoyable for me but i'm a i'm a weirdo so uh, the no, whole world that's... they tend to think the opposite of me so uh it's i mean we're of a the same generation similar age so i experienced the same exact thing you did um when i was younger and i I think it's a pretty big consensus among people around our age that have experienced the same thing that the old ride was a little bit better it was a lot more mechanical a lot more moving things a lot more motion you know and i i do believe that um rides that have things in motion for whatever reason it seems to appeal to our hearts as gen xers i think for whatever reason so i mean uh with that said i think the smells were stronger back in the day or at least in my memory they were you know yeah like i said i really thought they were making chocolate in there and then even once i heard they were i had to go in again and look close and i'm like oh yeah you're right i guess this it isn't you know but it really it gave the illusion and they have not tried to do that illusion in a long time they're just like you know just maybe they did it just because they figure people are i don't know more aware of things now i i don't know if that's well the one thing that i can say though is if you're in or near hershey pennsylvania if you're if you want to visit chocolate world you don't have to 
to pay a dime. You can park for free mm -hmm. and then you can visit it and ride a dark ride in Pennsylvania, a slow moving dark ride, which when I lived there, you know, I'd only go to Disney maybe once or twice a year. And I remember it was so nice to be on a dark ride again, you know, without, mm -hmm. and, and, and again for free. Mm -hmm. So you just can't beat that. And there's other stuff to do there too. I don't know if it's still there, but they have 3d shows. You can make your own candy bars. You can do yeah. all kinds of stuff and the gigantic store and places to eat. And if you, if you're interested in diabetes, it's a great place to, <laughs> cause you're going to get it eventually. Cause my goodness, there's good candy everywhere and everything around you. Even Disney's jealous of the amount of sugar they're di dishing out in Hershey. Yeah, you know? That's for sure. But it's good though. I yeah, and they they do have a little food court there too, you know, with like different offerings of food, including uh, some alcoholic beverages for the more adult, uh, you know, consumption or, or children with fake IDs. <laughs> don't 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 exclude them. That's right. We don't see I that. Like, at, I like to be inclusive of the people. With that's fake right. IDs. We don't see that at Disney, right? I mean, oh, yeah. they're yeah. very inclusive at Disney. Yeah, yeah. They take all IDs. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so yeah i i thought it was uh interesting they did do the uh a new um little chocolate town type thing they called it down towards the entrance and you know it looks nice i think oh um, yeah that 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 area was beautiful that was all redone down there yeah they had stores and restaurants and concession stands and yeah. and it it all matches the aesthetics of chocolate world so they kind of extended chocolate world aesthetics right down to the front of the park so yeah that was cool although i often wonder i i don't remember I, if, it, if it was there or in bush gardens of williamsburg but i remember eating at a restaurant that was just outside but if it was hershey i guess it's not there anymore but i, I remember b before we went in the parks or when we left or something we actually went to a sit-down restaurant somewhere but again i might I get that and Hershey and uh, Bush Gardens Williamsburg mixed up because it's been a mm -hmm. while. For both of them. Yeah, I totally understand. I don't remember if there was one there or not. To tell you the truth, uh, been a long time since. If there was, it's been a long time since it's been there. So, uh, but all right. Well, with that said, I just wanted to uh, let everyone know why there wasn't a podcast last week, and that we actually got together and rode on that wonderful free dark ride in the middle of hershey pennsylvania so yes. and and that is awesome you're right it, it's free how how cool is that like how many dark rides do you get outside of disney or universal anyhow and the fact that they're offering that for free free parking and and just for free to go in there and then they have the massive store right outside and they do have the um, make your own candy bar they do have like a 3d or 4d film or whatever they call it there too like an experience of some type so yeah so you could definitely spend money there but you don't yeah. have to and as a matter of fact um you picked up my reese's peanut butter cup so thank you very very <laughs> much i didn't spend anything there literally yeah. nothing even my chocolate i got free i got a piece of free chocolate when i rode the uh tour which they yeah. give you at the end so you yeah. can't even get free chocolate and then uh yeah you were your your wife was nice enough to pick up the peanut butter cup so yeah she did i got in and out absolutely no money 
rode a dark ride twice, got three pieces or two pieces of chocolate and a Reese's peanut butter cupcake yeah. size. On the way. And and we did make him sign an agreement not to sue us when he got diabetes over <laughs> that. So <laughs> before we had candy. All right, John, how did your week in the big parks in Florida go? Now, you only had a few days. My goodness, you were like up here for two days in Pennsylvania and then you drove back, right? So you've squeezed a lot of stuff in from what I understand in just a short little time since you had uh, returned to Florida. So, Well, it's not even just that. Before I left, we had a week that, uh, that, that I didn't get to talk about. So I'm going all the way back to the end of August here after the last podcast. Um... I headed out to Volcano Bay, and I have to say, uh, Volcano Bay was beautiful, but so crowded on a Saturday, on a hot August Saturday, it was just, I didn't like it as much, and my daughter who worked there said, you know, weekday would be much better, it's so much more peaceful, and again, it's not that it was bad, but trying to get, I had a problem with my tapu-tapu, meaning it didn't work, the concierge person that said they fixed it i i did what they told me went to the ride and then they the ride looked at me like i don't know what you're talking about we don't do it like that and it was just there was a mess of confusion mm. and there were so many people that when mm. i went into the Fear, fearless river you have to have a life jacket there was no life jackets available you had to try to get one as somebody's coming out to get wow. one to go in and i'm like i've never seen it so crowded so again i still like it it was great, but I definitely prefer it off-season for Volcano Bay for me. It's just so crowded. And um, then we walked over and went to uh, Universal Studios. And, you know, mainly I just wanted to see the uh, HHN 30 Halloween Horror Nights, for those that don't know what I'm talking about, the Tribute Store. So we went over and looked at that. Um, Minions was a walk-on, though, so I was like, I, I almost never do Minions. I personally liked it better when it was 3D, but it literally was five-minute wait, which means you just walk right up and go on. So I was like, I'm going to go on it because I don't go on it very often. And that broke down towards the end, so they let us ride mm. it again and stay on for two shows. So that that was very nice, and it is better than I remember it. Like it's If you've never done it, it's worth doing. If you have it little is. kids, it's, it's worth fun. doing. It's, it's, it's really a fun, fun ride, a fun experience, yeah. even without the 3D. But with the 3D, you can imagine the chaos of that end show is yeah. almost overwhelming with 3D. Mm-hmm. Like there's stuff going on everywhere. And that might be why they got rid of it. Maybe it was too much for some people, but I thought it was awesome. I mm-hmm. loved it when it was 3D. Still good, though. So, you know, I did that. And then on uh, the next day, on Sunday, I went to the Magic Kingdom. And that is where... Um, my wife and I decided at the last minute, we literally made reservations on Sunday to go to the Magic Kingdom on Sunday. And then she said, oh, uh, they have Be Our Guest is available. And I was like, wow, I, I've i been wanting to try it again. We ate there once when they were doing testing on it, like way back in the day. We, we, we were on vacation and they were testing the lunch thing with pass holders. And we got an email and we went and did it. But... I've never had dinner there, and, you know, it's so long ago that I went when they had kiosks, and they it was a quick start service in the day. 
so anyway, I didn't remember it at all, honestly. I I walked in there and I I I remembered the kiosk area, but that's about it. And I, it was very impressive. I I we got to eat in the West Wing, mm. and uh, which is re- really cool. It's got the rose back there, and the, yeah. you know, it's very dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, since I was in there too, we got to walk around the whole place. My my wife was doing a live video on Instagram, and you know she gave everybody a tour. She's like, "Oh, well, let's walk around and check out all the rooms," because they said you're allowed to. You know, if you're eating there, they said feel free mm-hmm. to get up and walk around. And I was like, "I sure will," you know. So and anyway, the food. Um, I didn't want to get the same thing as my wife. Because, you know, it isn't like we eat, eat there very often. And it is expensive. It was $62 a person. And it's just a set price. And that's why a lot of people don't like it. Because it's a lot of money. But, I mean, I ate at Le Cellier and it was $54. And that doesn't include your drink, your appetizer, and your dessert. Which this includes all that stuff. And, uh, you know, at Le Cellier it doesn't. And so you probably will pay more at other restaurants but people just don't like to see that 62 i guess yeah but anyway i don't particularly like it either because i don't really the appetizer i don't mind because i got a salad and i love a good salad but dessert i don't really want especially in the middle of the day um i i feel like i'm a little sensitive to sugar like it it makes me feel very tired after i i get right to that sugar crash too quick so i try not to have straight up piles of sugar in the middle of the day if i can but this one did include all that so anyway i got the uh uh, i don't know the exact name of it but the pork and Mm. you only have a limited amount of stuff so i got the pork my wife got the filet mignon and i got the pork because the waiter recommended it i i was like well which one do do you think is the best and he goes well the pork it's got a pieces of pork and then it has um I forget what they call it, like the the edge where it's like crispy at the edge. And then they had almost like pork rinds, a couple of them in there and a very unique gravy on it. Like it almost had like a tart kind of taste to it. And again, I liked it and I ate all of it and it was very good. Um, But my wife got the filet mignon and it tasted very similar to our favorite uh, steak at the wave. And I was like, oh, that's what I, if I go back, I'm getting that. But again, I probably would have got it before, but you don't get to try as much if you both get the same thing. And she can never eat all hers anyway. So I got quarter of her steak too. (laughs) I got to enjoy both. So I wasn't going to complain. So anyway, we got the salad too. And I thought the salad was great. Um, You have a couple of choices for the, for the, uh, uh, appetizer and like i said we both got the salad and i ate half of her salad too so and as far as the dessert goes she got a special dessert because she's allergic to milk and eggs they brought her out some type of some type of i forget what it is like a lemon something dessert and she she thought it was very good i got the standard dessert which was like uh i don't remember if it's a macaroon but they give you the gray stuff yeah. Which is just like gray stuff in a in a white chocolate chip, you know the, the oh, yeah. character chip. <clears throat> yeah, and, and it's really cute, and it tastes good, and I ate it. It's a little hard to eat because it's awkward shape mm-hmm. of a thing to try to break apart. And uh, the other thing, it looks like a macaroon, and the other thing was a 
dark chocolate mm-hmm. thing that has like cherry filling in it, but very good, but so rich. Like it's only three little things, but man, they yeah. pack the sugar in there. It says uh, a white chocolate chip cup with gray stuff and crisp pearls, right? Yeah, that's what and it then was. it said dark chocolate truffle filled with dark chocolate grand marnier ganache. And yep. uh, the other thing you said it was a lemon thing, lemon jam macaroon. It says macaron, that could, macaron. It could be it. Well, this is a regular guy food review. I don't. Know yeah, right. Fan- I know you can't. Say I don't know names. your fancy names. You I got can. gray stuff and a chocolate thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, Something I was just looking like know. you said about the pork thing, and I was like, what? What is that sauce they put on there? <laughs> then on the pork, because I remember, I think I might have ate that before. Uh, but it's like crispy pork belly is what, uh, sounds yeah. like your pork was. So, yeah, it was it. Like I said, it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. And that's the thing. I heard many people say that the food quality went down a lot and you mm. know me, I'm the first one to say I wouldn't eat there again. Even Le mm-hmm. Cellier, it, I liked it. It didn't do anything to me that would make me ever want to go back. It's sitting in a little dark room eating steaks and Epcot. It's it, the food would really have to blow me away. To, but at Be Our Guest, I would go back for that steak. Probably not very often at sixty-two dollars, and I don't really want the dessert, which is what they're charging me for too. But all in all, I liked it though, and I probably won't go back very often because it's so expensive and so hard to get in. I should say is the main thing, but. Mm-hmm. But I was pleasantly surprised, and I'm sure uh, most people would guess that I would not have anything good to say about Be Our Guest, but I seem to be a contrarian with everything. I don't know why. Maybe it's a personality defect, but in reality, everybody loves the Cellier. It didn't do anything for me, and everybody and many people hate Be Our Guest, they say the food is terrible now. I feel the opposite. I, I I really liked it. And I think it was worth the money, too, to be eating at the Beast Castle. I mean, that grand ballroom, yeah, it's, it's snowing outside. Right? It's yeah. so be- beautiful. The West Wing was beautiful. The other ballroom or whatever it was, it's worth the money to go at least once just to see it. Like, I was not disappointed at all. It's so pretty in there that I was mm-hmm. not. And like I said, the food. I actually ate it, and in contrast, at the Crystal Palace, I probably paid like 50 bucks a person, and the food was not even ed- edible. I felt like I need I we would have to go somewhere else to eat because it was just terrible food, not good at all. Like I don't ever want to eat there again at this point, and I'm I shouldn't. That just you know the feeling I get from it, but I I, I will say I've ate there at Be Our Guest probably three or four times, uh, about half and half, half for lunch, half for breakfast. And um, it's been a great experience every time, not just the food, but the experience itself. I ate, I've ate in every section. Uh, The section you ate is really my favorite. I really like how dark it is in there and how you get the effects and everything in the rows and all that. But it's an experience that you're paying for, not just the meal. And I agree with you. I, I never understood the hate other than the price. Like, I think the food's really good. If you have really bland tastes, maybe you might have a little bit of trouble figuring everything out. But once you do, then you can make it work. So I don't know, John. I, I agree with you. I've, I've always liked Be Our Guest. I haven't gone to Be Our Guest in a while. And the last couple of trips we haven't gone back just because it is expensive 
But uh, but I, I I would have no problem going again. I just sent you a picture of my pork dish just so you could see yeah. what it looked like exactly. It's, it looks a little weird, but it's it was good though. Yeah, it's pork belly. That's exactly yeah. what pork belly should look like, and and it has a medley of vegetables on there. I, I you know. Um, but some of those smaller pieces, like it, that's like a charred pork belly up in the right hand corner there. You can see. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I didn't know what that is at first. I was like, "What is that? A potato or something?" I was like, "No, nah, that's pork. That's that's like the charred outer edges of a pork." Bottle. Yeah, they they but call it uh, what burnt ends on uh, beef yeah, a lot yeah. of times, right? So that must be it. Yeah, I mean, it, you got a really nice selection of uh, vegetables there and everything, and and the presentation looks great. I think you know it 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 looks good. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was happy with it, and. Uh, yeah, I, I do tend to take pictures of my food, but I tend to maybe just put them on my Instagram story. I don't know. P- pictures of food isn't really a thing well, that I yeah. find that appealing. But once in a while, I guess. Yeah, uh, you should start another Instagram. Regular regular guy food uh, review. <laughs> reviews. Yeah. Here's a chocolate thing from the VR guest place. This sort of looks time. like that, that, that character from that movie. <laughs> Some movie character thing with gray stuff. Yeah, there you go. Regular guy. <laughs> From pe- people that don't know all the Disney terms per se. But but yeah, and then and then uh, um, we we got sorry uh, when going there it, it was coincidental and I sent you another one while I'm going along. We ran into that temporary stage too, which was just dumb luck. But that thing was really pretty to take photos around. But a lot of people were upset. Oh, that better not stay there. I need pictures of the, the you know, the partner's statue and all that. And I thought to myself, almost every time I go near the partner's statue, there's people sitting on it, oblivious to the fact that they're sitting in a spot where thousands of people want to take the picture. And they just sit there and lo- look at everybody like, why are these idiots around me? You know, it's like... Yeah, you need to be aware of your surroundings at Disney. A lot of times you're going to find yourself right in front of a extremely popular picture spot. But anyway, I like that stage. I, I thought it too. was really pretty. It's I am cool. It it came and went very quickly. I'm glad I got to see it. And I'm glad I got some cool pictures of it cuz I thought the the reflection of it was just great too. Like you, the reflection is so cool. So anyway, I liked it. Um glad i got to see it it was just dumb luck the whole the whole day basically but so they must have shot uh pre-recorded some kind of special using that stage and that's why it's there because they you know not to uh spoil everything for everyone but sorry the christmas show that you see with uh whoever whoever's doing the christmas shows nowadays um on tv they're shot months in advance i mean I, I've been there when they were shooting the uh, Christmas show, and it, it was, I think, October when they start shooting that. Like, they'll shoot segments in October. They'll shoot segments of the parade. Um, I think they usually wait times. till November, though, because of the pumpkins come down immediately. After oh, Halloween. you know, it, it was but early November, November right. though. Yeah, you're right. They'll start the Christmas. It was November. Absolutely it was. And they, you know, they they do it in 
segments like it they make it look like it's one long parade and this and that but it really isn't and they the whole thing is a big production from cast members being the people on the street like along the parade route to everything everything is a big production and it's all done very spaced out and very you know directed so you know i that's probably what that stage was there, don't you think, John? I, I can't. Yeah, definitely was. You know. A lot of people said that. I, being a regular guy, didn't know that. But <laughs> I just said, new stage, yeah. you know, and then it, all the people who know stuff chimed in and said exactly why it was there and how long. And yeah. again, well, I like it. I think it looks pretty good. I, I can't believe they made that stage just for you know such a temporary thing it looks like an expensive stage like there's a lot put into it yeah it's really wild yeah so man that's a great picture great picture so from there we went on uh the little mermaid ride ariel's journey under the sea whatever it is Mm -hmm. and then we went on splash mountain or no space mountain then we went on buzz lightyear then we went on pirates then we went on Splash Mountain, and I'm I'm saying all this stuff for a reason. Then I went on Big Thunder Mountain, and where do we go next? Uh, then just for fun, we went on uh, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which said 30 minute wait. We were on within less than 15 minutes. Wow! And the reason I mentioned all that stuff I went on, um, I was only there about four hours three hours mm. three and a half to four hours i ate at be our guest and went on all those great rides <laughs> like four hours wow which is the point is my goodness the times were so low just so low like if this is one of the advantages of living here although i was quite upset that i had planned to go to pennsylvania right when no lines are anywhere you know yeah this is the time to stay here i, sh- I should head to pennsylvania october 1st and the parks are filled you know hmm. but wow. anyway i went on all those rides and yeah it was something and that was last well sunday the 29th and what the heck else um, trying to say my next my next trip was september 2nd and that was on a thursday this is the thursday before i left to pennsylvania i went to hollywood studios and you know they have the new 50s things hanging up and mm-hmm. we went on a rock and roller coaster we went on mickey and minnie's runaway railway and i can tell you after going on that a bunch of times it just does not compare to the great movie ride it's it's uh, honestly it's not holding up i'm at the point now where i've seen it enough that i'm just looking around the ride looking for what else there is to see and yeah it's it's nice my second ride through that i did exactly what you just described i started looking for easter eggs on the second trip so that tells you you're not you know it took you this long and you've been saying this for a long time that it doesn't hold up for me it was the second ride through i started looking Uh, for easter eggs i want to give it a a, i wanted to give it a chance and i like i said i i hear other people really like it a lot but for me it's just not it's good but it's not it's 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 not an e-ticket attraction it's not iconic no no way yeah they it's not the main ride for the park like like the great movie was the great movie ride represented the park and this Mm -hmm. this is all right and again 
At this point, when there's a line of anywhere more than like 20 minutes, I, I probably wouldn't bother to wait at this point. I've written it. I've recorded it. I've seen everything there is to see. I like it. It's great. But it's it's wearing off quickly on me. So anyway, then we wandered over and walked up at the sci-fi dining and they said, sure, you can sit on a they call them flying saucer, but mm-hmm. picnic table in the back because it's just two two of us. So we got some awesome burgers at the Sci-Fi Dining, which I love. Like, I am absolutely loving this getting into cool restaurants. You know, I'm glad I can't always do it because I'd probably go broke. But temporarily, it's really exciting to just eat mm. at the Sci-Fi, eat it, be our guest. We were at the Magic Kingdom the other night, but we were just there for a short amount of time. It said that there was a 25-minute wait if you wanted to eat at Cinderella Castle. I was like, oh, wow! I don't want the food. I hear it's terrible, but yeah. I would, I'll, I'll eat there. Just to, I haven't the done experience, that in 20 right? years. It's like I, I want to do that. It's like so I'm gonna look into that again. If I'm there, I'll eat at Cinderella Castle just to do it because it, when it when the crowds come back and they probably will, it, that's gonna be something that I will never do. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it months in advance and adrs it's like nah but anyway sci-fi was great food was good but i forgot to mention we're we're in hollywood studios around five o'clock and my wife pulled up the app and she said uh we can get a rise of the resistance there's a join cue button is still on so she clicked it and it said 110 minute wait meaning we got at 5 p.m. We got a Rise of the Resistance queue, and wow. I was like, it, it was just a month ago where I couldn't get one, even at 7 a.m. It's like you're half a second late, all gone, too bad. And it's like that is how low the crowds are that I got that at five o'clock. So anyway, after after uh, 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 last second dinner at the Sci-Fi, we went and rode Rise of the Resistance. And then we went and got in line and rode Slinky Dog Dash. I think we went live for that just for fun because I never went live on that before. And then it started pouring rain. So, you know, I walked. I decided instead of just leaving, I really wanted to ride Tower of Terror because I didn't ride it earlier when I was over by uh, Rockin' Roller Coaster. So we did that. And that was a walk-on, meaning... You didn't even stop for the pre-show. They had the doors propped open and the show running continuously. If you want to stop and watch it, you can. Mm. So I, I, my iPhone acted up. I had the perfect view of the parks. Like I, it held me right out there, and I could see the parks perfectly lit up. My iPhone was freezing, not work. I was so disappointed. So I went on again, which was literally just walk around again and go right on. But I didn't get the same seat. Like, it just didn't, you know. The mm-hmm. the ride is random. You can't ever guarantee your view. So I was de- disappointed. I, w- I was like, I'm pretty good at seeing really good video and picture clips. I know it when I see it. And I'm like, that that was such a missed opportunity for me. I was very upset that I missed it. But anyway, I, I'm going through all these things because I'm sure you can tell between the Magic Kingdom and that, this is like the best time ever to be at Walt Disney World. Like you just can't beat it. And then the next day is when I went to uh, uh, Pennsylvania. I started driving on that Friday. Then I met you on Saturday. And Chocolate World was packed with people everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> right. 
And you know what's funny too? And in Hershey, almost nobody's wearing a mask and yeah. you don't have to. And there's people everywhere. And I'm like, this is the opposite. I hear Florida is, you know, the wild west of COVID and no masks. And, and I'm like, I found the opposite in Pennsylvania. I didn't have to wear a mask anywhere the entire time I was there in Florida. I better have one in my pocket because I need one quite often. It's like, I thought that 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 was weirdly opposite of what I hear, you know, mm-hmm. so just odd. And I the, agree. The I see that too. in my daily life here, too. So, I mean, yeah, absolutely. You're right. Yeah, yeah the crowds, too. They literally seem bigger in Hershey. <laughs> There's yeah. more people there than Disney World. But anyway, um, you know, Hershey was fun. I haven't been there in a long time. Glad I got to see it. Nice to see you. And uh, But we got back to... Um, when I got back, uh, I, I, I had a reservation to see the new Ratatouille ride. And that's what we, I did this past Thursday. So, um, that was cool. Um, the area back there is beautiful. I didn't get a chance to get any crepes because people are just lined up everywhere to get in the restaurant, to get in the, the, uh, quick service. And I will do that at some point, but the uh, crepes, I hear they're all very good, and there are bloggers out there that have gotten all of them, and so, you know, uh, I haven't heard anything bad about the crepes, so I think you'll be safe. Um, I don't need to try them all to tell you that. I'm pretty sure crepes are good, so. Um, then I, uh, we, I, I rode the ride twice, uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. And I have heard, you know, great things about it for years now. I've always heard it's such a great ride. It's one of the best rides in Disneyland Paris and one of their most popular rides out there. And so based on all the hype, I was a little bit disappointed. It is very good. And it's so much better than having nothing back there. You can always use another ride. I really enjoy it. I ha- however, I don't think you're going to need a virtual queue like Rise of the Resistance to manage the demand for it. I mean, there will be a demand because it's new. And uh, again, it's a great ride. Kids really like it a lot. It's very well done. I actually recorded the entire thing and I never posted any of it because I'm not sure. I, I, I know you're, I wouldn't be posting spoilers because it's been in Paris for many years now. So I... I just didn't want to do it. Um, I don't want to be that guy that puts the whole videos out of everything. I don't I don't think that's the greatest idea. But I may put it out at some point. Some people won't be able to come for years. Some people, you know, are frustrated. And, uh, you know, I, I, I get messages from people in other countries that say they don't even know when they'll ever be able to come back at this point. And they're so upset that they may appreciate that video. So maybe I will at some point. The IGTV videos, if you don't want to watch the whole thing, you just don't click that button and it just shows you a tiny preview. So maybe I will. But anyway, I wrote it twice. I liked it a lot. My wife liked it a lot. Um, I It's, you know, it, it's not a major attraction. I put it along the same lines as, you know, like Frozen Ever After kind of ride. It's nice. It's good. It's not a headliner or anything. But again, they took what was nothing and added a new quick service crepes, sit down crepes, a whole new ride, a beautiful fountain, a whole new section in France, which is a great pavilion in the first place. So overall, I love it. 
it's it's really good and i'm glad it's there and uh, i i probably won't be waiting long periods of time for the ride but i do you know i'll definitely ride it again there's a lot to see on it so um anyway that's about it and i i think you've probably heard similar things from everybody else you're not i don't think i've heard anybody trying to claim it's a you know this is gonna change epcot for the it's great you know it's like oh it's it's nice so you hear anything about it uh it's everything i've heard is kind of similar to what you said i i did hear um uh touring plans did a really extensive um uh review on the crepes and everything but you know (laughs) i heard that too i didn't even i turned it off at some point i was like yeah it was was pretty chaotic to hear about a bite of every crepe i'm like it kind of made me glad that this isn't my job that's not i i i like crepes and i think they're probably all great but if i had to sit there and take a bite of every one of them i'd be wow this is this is kind of it took something fun and kind of making it not fun (laughs) So, right it's it doesn't seem like it, it doesn't seem like it should be a serious culinary thing but they've no. tried to turn it into that but i mean it's all good uh, it's like you said okay there was nothing there before right and so now there's something there it's it's a little different and all that i i really when i was down there the last trip and um i walked over in that area just what little you had access to it did look like it was just really nice and I really like uh, that they've added something there. They honestly, um, like you said, I think that's sorely missed at a lot of these countries, uh, an attraction like that. And yeah, okay, it's it's not an iconic ride or anything like that. But I mean, Epcot, a, a big part of Epcot is about the country. So anything yeah. is uh, it, anything you add is is a great thing. I think. I, I think it fits perfect. And and like 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 you just said the first it's it's like the first real addition to the world showcase in years yeah like like, yeah. like they had big ideas they're supposed to be like 19 countries or something right it turned out to be like half that and there was supposed to be so many rides and like i said it's great to see them add something to it although Based on current crowd levels, you know how Disney is. The, I, I'm I'm hoping it all comes back very soon. Yeah. If, if it if it doesn't, then it could be uh, another 30 years before they add anything. To Gosh, I hope showcase. not. I mean, they got that big empty space where they had uh, had Africa. You know that African yeah. kind of outpost. I would love to see like an African country uh, of some type. There, there was like, supposed like, to be you know. a Mount Fuji roller coaster. There was supposed to be the Rhine River adventure in Germany. They, the show building was up and they used it for storage forever. I'm like, there was supposed to be so much. And again, it seems to be D- Disney's things to say, here's awesome plans. And now we're going to cut. My- I, I'm just like, how how awesome would it be to have like a, like a like a Kenya or an Egypt pavilion or something like oh, or South Egypt America or something. Favorite. Man, that, it would just... I I can't even believe they don't do Egypt. You know how many people are fascinated with Egypt and the pyramids and the yeah. uh, all that stuff. Like their entire culture and civilization is just so fascinating, and their architecture is unbelievable too. It fit perfect. Mm-hmm. There should be a giant pyramid that's like 
199 feet tall in Epcot that you see from all around. Like, it's yeah. the pyramid in Epcot, you know? Right. The Walt Disney pyramid. It's like, and you should be able to go in there and do stuff. And I know they do have a pyramid. They have the Mexico, the mm-hmm. Mayan pyramid, which is awesome. It's one of my favorite things to see when I walk around. It really does stand out. But Egyptian pyramid, my goodness. Yeah. They, the problem is, Nobody in Egypt would pay for such a thing, so that's what they're yeah. always lo- looking for the country to pay. Exactly. Well, right. I think Walt Disney makes enough money, but I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I, I, you know, I would love to see more stuff like Ratatouille. I mean, if they could do something in in Germany and like a bobsled ride or something, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things that you could do. Um, you know, the the just the, this, you know, the the Mary Poppins concept they were going to do in the UK, they didn't really elaborate on it. Everyone thought it was a ride. They never once said anything about a ride. I think it was just going to be story time with Mary or something like that, you know, uh, like the bell attraction. But could you imagine like putting a little like special merry-go-round ride back there where the horses detached and went on a little you know like a like a little ride to a dark ride type thing that would be fun yeah they need more of that stuff all around and again they already canceled that real quick they're like oh covid cancel that immediately and i always tell people i don't even care what they say at d23 and everybody always gets excited and goes oh they already announced it announced it so now it's going to happen just like splash mountain oh it's been announced there's no way they could ever stop it's like do you realize the amount of of new projects they announced then they just quietly cancel them in the background and you never hear it's like people just they they do it over and over and people still go oh no they said it's gonna happen it's like until it happens nothing's gonna happen with disney unfortunately so you're right and the other thing is sometimes the timetable um exceeds the length uh, of a term of a ceo so and new ceos come in and they want to do their own thing or new head director of imagineering or whatever they call them they'll want to do something so these things are very fluid and and you're absolutely right what you said i was wondering too and i didn't even listen to it but you know disney has all these uh media events that for everything now and I, I remember years ago when Soren opened, I don't think there was any media event because it was just a ride they already made in California and just duplicated it, put it here. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I, I saw interviews with Imagineers and stuff uh, about the Ratatouille thing. And I'm like, I, I guess I should have watched them, but I'm looking at it thinking, what do you have to talk to this person about? They just copied the one from France. It's like, was there really a lot of imagineering going on? I, I guess maybe there is for smaller details or things around it to make it fit or something, but mm-hmm. I just find that odd. It's like, we copied a ride. Let's talk to the Imagineer. It's like, well, we, we copied it. It's like, yeah. well, good job. <laughs> awesome. How how were you inspired to make this ride? Uh, we looked at the one in France. We took pictures of it and just copied yeah. it. We, were told we just to, used the blueprints. <laughs> yeah, we, we were told to remake the exact one from France, and we did. Yes, uh, that's great. It's like, <laughs> again, there's probably stuff like like I said about how how to make it fit in there, and this. Yeah. But again, I don't. Exterior I don't, design around the the ride and yeah, things like that. that. The design elements are are very and actually it's pretty intricate design elements around the ride. I mean, 
a lot of the things that I'm I'm hearing about the you know the entrance or it's just a little bit different there, but obviously it's just an overlay outside of the ride. Well, and, uh, yeah, I, not uh, that reminds me. The queue is completely uninspired. It's a turnstile queue outside. Then you go inside, and it's like hallways of just there's ratatouille wallpaper in it, but it just goes back and forth, and I'm like. They really didn't spend much time on this queue, did they? When you get a little fur- further in, there is a part where it shows like a little Paris scene, I guess. I don't know. There is mm-hmm. So there is a couple of parts. And then there is two parts, I should say, that are nice. But two ni- nice parts with lots of turnstile and nothing until you get to just before the ride. You get two nice mm. little scenes. It's like... Again, that's fine, but I think of things like the Peter Pan queue. They spent so much time and money to make that queue longer and more detailed than the ride itself. It's just, and with this, I would have asked the Imagineer that. I'd be like, so did they cut your budget and make it so you didn't, (laughs) couldn't do anything in the first, (laughs) you know, three quarters of the queue? They probably would have said, yeah, you can leave. They they probably would have said, yeah, but that's reserved for the lightning lane. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I don't get, too. It was a pass holder preview, and I saw people going up and using the fast pass line, and I'm like, how how is that? It's like, it's a pass holder preview, and it's like, there's still people using that thing. They made me stop while people went in front of me, and I really wanted to say, who are these people? (laughs) Like, what exactly is going on here? This is just... They might be know. testing it out too for you know normal operations like well, training. They might be training the. The other thing I wanted to mention too, this is a brand new ride. Literally, yeah. just it's not even open yet. It says Fast Pass right on it, so they did not plan on this. This is a this uh, money scheme for Lightning whatever. Mm-hmm. This is this is something they just made up recently because there would be no reason to complete the ride with a fast pass permanent sign put up if you knew that this this was coming i work in the construction industry and you can make changes you know you really can and Mm -hmm. if 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 they if this was not a new idea that change would have been made before it went up there'd be no reason to continue down this line and put it up and then redo it it's like it, it it would have been changed at least i think so Mm-hmm. And that makes me say that lightning, lightning, give me some money stuff was a recent idea that they're like, I know how we can make more money. They say, yes, go with I it. I think you're right. Uh, the, you know, the thing is, the Ratatouille ride was due to be open, what, about a year ago or something like that originally? Oh, yeah, so you're right. That, that, that might be why. Sense. It probably I, was done. Yeah, but I the, the lightning lane, I remember um, touring plans talking about that rumors about what it was going to be called and actually calling it lightning lane about a year ago so this is not a new concept but still i do think that the construction and everything was already done for ratatouille at that time and all this stuff was already in place like i said it was going to be open a year ago and it's been delayed because of you know the current situation and all that so but well so you 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 thought it was a a cute ride, right? I mean, what what would you give it as far as a comparison between, you know, the uh, the Mickey Mouse ride? Um, yeah, I guess it is similar to that. It, it's I uh, I kind of like it more, but it might be just because it's newer. I feel like there's more going on and more to see, mm-hmm. and uh, 
but again, the Mickey Mouse, the Runaway Rail- Railway, that has very cool scenes that change right in Friday and stuff. But this this has more real props in it too. So I kind of I kind of like that better. But again, I'm old and I just like real things better than the screen. So I think it's really. You know, like you go to one part and you're there's giant fish and stuff like hanging from the ceiling and um, you're underneath furniture and carts a lot. So you can see the gigantic wheels, which are real wheels. That's not that's not screen. There's real gigantic wheels. So they do things to make you feel like you're a mouse and they do a combination of screens and real stuff and they do a good job of it. So I like Ratatouille better i just like the combo i like the feel i like the story but again it's a a runaway railway killed the great movie ride so i may have a grudge too (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) well like you said it it's an addition so it's not a you know not an overlay more or less and and like a redo so um yeah you know uh, that's great i'm looking forward to riding it uh i obviously have not been to france to ride the original but uh i've heard a lot of good things so all right so from there i uh i left epcot because i really wanted to go to magic kingdom because while i was away they put the new signage up in front of the train station they put the new citizen clock up on main street and then they started putting the 50th anniversary statues up and i'm like man i've been gone for a week and they won't stop putting up new stuff to take pictures of so i was like you know let's just jump on the monorails and head over to magic kingdom just so i can grab these pictures because it's killing me that it's been this long and Mm. normally i i'm not always the first guy to get stuff and i don't really care to be the first but it's usually within a couple of days you'll see the stuff on my thing too and i don't like to be like a week goes by and i'm not showing you anything new it's terrible so i went and you know the that citizen clock looks really cool and i at at night i got it leaving and with the lighting man it looks great with that lighting the same with the front it looks good during the day it looks even better at night it it just looks great the whole train station all lit up and then I thought the only, I don't know why, I thought Winnie the Pooh and Piglet was the only statue up there. And this shows how disconnected I am. Um, we we went live and went on Pirates just because I haven't been live in like a, a week too. So I was like, yeah, let's go on Pirates. And then when we left, people were telling us on live about the other ones. They were like, oh, well, make sure you see this and that. I was like, I didn't even know any other ones were up. Mm. So, you know, I... You can probably see it in the live because my wife was doing the live and I was taking pictures. There were people laying all over the hub. Again, just that, well, it's what they do now. Like they just lay all over the ground in the hub. And and no offense to any of our listeners that do that, but I went to Disney for 20 years and I never like just sat on the ground and laid on the ground. I just never did. I don't know. Maybe it's a newer thing. But anyway... They were laying and sitting and leaning in front of all the statues. So I walked right up with lots and lots of confidence and went right around them and just put my put my phone right where it needed to be to take my pictures and videos. I did it with a smile and I said, excuse me where it's appropriate. But 
and some of the people I remember they were laying on the ground and they had food spread out all over. They started picking up their food and moving it, and I was like, I don't know. I've never laid on the ground and ate, <laughs> so I don't. Again, it's... I don't. I don't want to be rude, but I'm taking that picture. I and I've always been like that. I can get a little aggressive with pictures, so I went took them all. My wife is like, yeah, I, I was watching. I can't believe you just cut right through everybody and step over. <laughs> I'm like, that's what I'm. I, I I I was excited to see all this new golden stuff, and like I said, everywhere was people leaning, standing, block. It's like the normal guests could not even see these things. It's like they don't even realize they're standing in front of something that's brand new. They don't even because they don't even notice or look. And anyway, I got a bunch of pictures and video. I was quite happy, and then I got home and people started telling me, "Oh, well, they have the mice are on the castle and out." Uh, a poo the monkey is in adventure land and i'm like oh man there was even more there i didn't see and i'm like mm. so i'm going back today to look for some more those they're gonna be there for 18 months but i was like man i can't believe i didn't see even more of them are all over they have the the cheshire cat the mad hatter mm. i'm like that they look so cool so i'm heading over today after the podcast and also the new entry for the Polynesian is suddenly open too. So yeah, I'm going to go take a look at that. <laughs> Did, this, um, I was going to say, was there, uh, so you didn't see anyone laying all over the place in adventure land in front of the statues. Was this just, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I know I, that I'm mean, but I can't help it. I look and I'm like, the magic kingdom is, is, has a homeless problem. And I'm like, Oh no, they don't. It's just the people lay on the ground. I'm like, Oh my! It's like. But was it was this on know. the hub grass or was it no, like in front just of just in the along, concrete? Every every railing, they're just laying there, and what? the oh, whole middle, is... like around like the the uh, the gardens around the uh, partner statue, and all those little ones around, just laying and leaning and all over. And again, the the people in front of the uh, Chippendale statue had their food spread out in like a three foot section all over the ground where they were just laying there, like eating it. And I'm like, I don't, I, I don't know. Like did they Were they having like uh nuts or something like woodland creature type food? I, no, they chip didn't. Or, Dale right or what? I, I just, again, maybe I, I, I guess at a certain point you get old and maybe, maybe now old fashioned is, I wouldn't do that. I always stood, even if it was painful and long and whatever. I yeah. will stand because I don't know. It's just not something you do. But I guess it's getting popular. Just so, I don't know. Uh, Sit the right new, down, uh, spread out on the ground. The, the new did, get it, off my lawn is like stand at Magic Kingdom, right? Yeah, it's, I, I, it just has a disrespectful feel to yeah, it. Yeah, it, it seems weird. I, it I'm feels just like kinda, something you're not supposed to yeah. do. It feels like too if if something happened. It, it, it's the kind of thing where you, you can't just be laying on the ground. Like, what if there's an emergency? What if there's a fire? What if there's something? I don't know what, what would happen, but if something did, you don't go to public places and lay on the ground in big piles of people. But And you know where it started? The the, the, the fake hub grass in the, yeah. in the old uh, areas yeah. where, where, where you would get your fast pass to go in. People would be laying there all the time, and they still are. 
But that's kind of what that was made for. But I guess Disney's inviting it. And then it starts from there. And then you're like, well, there's no hubgrass available. So I'll just lay here. Because I love laying there at the Magic Kingdom. And it does look great. Like, they're laying there looking at the sky. I'm like, man, that looks like a nice thing when they're on the hubgrass, at least. Mm. But again, I don't know. I guess I'm just old-fashioned at that. I, I like this be upright in public were they waiting for the fireworks i mean is that why they did that or they were but even before that i noticed like uh before happily ever after even came back i remember being there one night and there was just people laying all over in the hub and i'm like do they know there's no fireworks like what are they doing like Mm. they were still there somehow but maybe they saw one person do it and everybody thought the fireworks were gonna be i don't know but again, it's one of those things that made pictures very difficult. But lucky for me, I'm not concerned about being rude because that's the new way of things, too. So I'll mix right in and be just as rude stepping right up over people to get my picture. So, yeah. so anyway, I got all my pictures and stuff and uh, took the monorails back. Um, the only ride we rode was Pirates because I didn't want to be there that long. And uh, yeah, that was it and then today's saturday so yeah i didn't go to parks friday and i am heading back today but that's about it for the parks but i knew it would be a long one though well we had two weeks to cover there and and really uh, i appreciate how you know how you covered uh ratatouille right there i I think it's very important to get out there and we we definitely I, i i know i'm very curious about the ride it's a new attraction and you got to do the preview so i mean i it's just like when we talked about um a velocicoaster when it started you know you you had a pretty thorough um uh review of that and i really appreciated that so oh yeah it's, it's good and that wasn't quite all on the i i i just wanted to mention i saw the uh the new shop at epcot as yeah. from the monorail on the way back because i got back and it was dark so i rode the monorail through epcot in the dark i could see that whatever they call it creator shop or whatever mm-hmm. it from the, from the windows outside it looks like it's done yeah you know and i think it's, it's opening very soon so yes I guess it, it is. is done but it's gonna open soon uh, that's my understanding you're gonna see it open within the next couple of weeks here and my you know some of the people and you probably will echo the sentiment because you know you you're pretty sensitive yeah i was gonna say you're pretty sensitive to this is that you know it doesn't look themed and it it looks very you know looks like macy's with a picture of mickey mouse on the wall i've already seen the preview like disney food blog or whatever put up they were like oh it's coming soon it's a artistic picture picture of mickey mouse on a frame in the back it's like mickey's dead but here's a new macy's you know it's like yay i'm not i have no expectations of it being good club cool they they showed the front of it it looked just like a new york city storefront yeah which they're very nice when you're in new york city you go by and go wow that must be an expensive place look how fancy it's like that's all i got out of it nothing fun nothing original just wow is that new york I guess the New York designers have been out of work, so Disney probably said, oh, he's one of the best in New York City. Oh, Let's have him design Club Cool. You hit yeah, it, though. It, it is very, like, <laughs> like New York City or maybe even mall, like mall chic or something. Yep. And just it, it just seems very, like, maybe it belongs more in Disney Springs than in Epcot. You well, know? It didn't I, used to belong there either. But <laughs> no, it didn't, now but it now does. it does. 
but uh, just, I, I'm with you. I just, I don't know. I, I'll reserve judgment to him there, but I mean, just from what, you know, what we've seen so far, I'm just not impressed. And, well, uh, speaking of not impressed too, they finally got rid of all the Epcot background music too. And it's so sad not hearing oh, any man. of it anywhere. So it's all the new stuff. Well, they'll hear it. Everyone can listen to it every week on this podcast because that's what's playing typically in the background so yeah um you know i i mean i i hate that though i part of the the overall experience is that background music you know yep and if i hear the current background music anywhere around the parks or anywhere outside i won't even notice i'll be like i none of it really sticks with you at all to make it unique or stand out it's just it's forgettable it's nice but forgettable yeah. you hear it and then you walk and you're like i don't remember what i just heard oh, yeah. yeah it's probably designed to make you uh, shop more in their new macy store yeah there you go <laughs> it's Welcome a marketing scheme <laughs> you can tell it's a disney because there's a picture of mickey mouse on the wall in the that's back right. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're just waiting for a future opportunity to uh, move a corporate sponsor in. It's probably going to be Target. It'll be their the highest <laughs> oh, yeah. end Target store. They have that addition that that agreement yeah, with but Target. Right? Target's not expensive enough to do that. Then that's, that's the problem. So, all right. Well, so that was your experiences in the park, right, John? You got anything else? Uh, no, not really. Uh, okay. All right. All right, so the subject for this week, what we're going to talk about is transportation in the current state. And, you know, if you've been to Disney World within the last, I don't know, two years maybe, maybe even longer, I, I think you know where this is going to go because you've, you've experienced these things. I think we would agree, right, John, that um, for the most part, even though it has its weak points, and, and weaknesses that we, we do kind of like the addition of the Skyliner. Uh, but I, th- I think we'll both agree that relying solely on the Skyliner to get to like Pop Century or Caribbean Beach from those those parks that they go to, you know, the uh, Epcot and, and Hollywood Studios, that, that that's not great because like I'm sure you're going to mention, uh, it's... You know, if it rains hard, it's and like you had said in the, you know, before we started recording today, if uh, you get a little bit of wind or any weather elements, it's going to stop. And then you've got to resort to a bus in an already overtaxed bus situation. So uh, I actually have some experience with that. So when we get to that point, I'd like to talk a little bit about that because I was at Epcot when I stayed at a resort. And the Skyliner got shut down during um, during a storm, and I had to do the bus thing, and it was very interesting. So, anyways, John, let's just take it from the top. How, what what do you have to say about this uh, transportation thing? What what's your what's your initial uh, take on that? Well, as somebody who lives here, I can tell you that I try to um, take Disney transportation as little as possible. Because it never ceases to disappoint me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yep. It's been like that for a long time. I mean, I guess it's not anything too new. But um, it, I, I just don't. I, I guess we can. We should start with the original, most popular one, and that would be the monorails. Yeah. I love the monorails. I like the look of them. 
I drive my wife crazy every time I see one. I stop to record it go by. I don't even know why I do it anymore. I don't even use them. I should do a TikTok once and just say 8,000 mo- monorail clips. Here you go. It's like Because I literally take them constantly for no reason. I just... I don't even know why I do it. It's like monorail. I just, I'm, it's like, it's like a dog. The dog saying squirrel, squirrel. And I look, <laughs> but anyway, I love the monorail. I love the look of them. I love, you know, all, I, they're, they're just really, they're just really uh, nice things. But the problem has been for a long time that they're getting so old and getting so unreliable. How many times have you heard recently where, where there's a problem and, you know, they have to evacuate. People are stuck for hours. I heard somebody talking about there was a woman or that had to go to the bathroom and they went into their poncho or something. Oh, and it's like, imagine being on that. That is so oh. disturbing and terrible yeah. experience for everybody, including the poor woman that had. That's so embarrassing. Like, it's just terrible. Like, and, and again, we're all human. There's nothing you can do about it. But. Disney should not put people in that position no matter what. Like that is just unacceptable. And that gets to the point where I I can't defend them at that point. I'm like, you you really need to think this through, you know? Like it, it's just not good. But uh, anyway, I, we were doing a little bit of research and I believe the current monorails that they're using right now are from 1989 maybe. Sounds Something about right, like yeah. Yeah. And and that's about 32 years. And, you know, I, I've uh, listened to other podcasts and stuff. I think like Intercut was one of them that really was always on Disney about, you know, these things only have a 20 year lifespan. What are you waiting for? You know, and so I know COVID has happened now. But before that, Disney was at all time profit highs. Like if there's ever a time that they could do it it had come and it and it had went now and it's like they just didn't do anything and we thought they were going to do some updates before and instead they put new fabric inside of them and that's about it and even recently there has been ones that are stopped and people popping out windows it's 95 degrees the monorail stopped for hours like in front of epcot people are popping windows out and Again, it goes to the thing where you're stuck so long that people have to use the bathroom on there. It's like, I, I, I just can't imagine that there's any excuse for that at all. Like, I, I, if I were a CEO at Disney, I would be downright embarrassed that I let things get to that point. So again, I, and 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 personally, I have been on the monorails. I've seen uh, little panels pop open. Um, I can, nev- you know, with like wires behind them and stuff. And I remember just shaking my head, looking like I can't believe they're in this shape. I have been on multiple. I've, I've, I, I was on a monorail like a year and a half ago. It was dripping from the ceiling. Water's going through Jeez. it. I'm like, how in the heck is that possible? That it's literally just dripping from the ceiling. And um, I was on one not long ago that just wouldn't go. And I had to go from the express monorail. They 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 took everybody off and put them on the resort because it just it wasn't working. And I'm like, this is just mm. embarrassing that even the maintenance wise that I don't go to the parks that often. And yet I still have problems with monorails like I barely 
in the big scheme of things, I use a monorail like once a week if I'm lucky, and I've experienced problems on them. Statistically, that's pretty amazing. So they are a mess and an embarrassment right now, and it's been for a long time. And now with the COVID stuff and them needing money more than ever, I don't know that they're going to even consider fixing them. So I don't know what's going on with that. So that's my thoughts on the monorail. Yeah, they... You know, the other thing about the monorail that I always noticed, and I don't think it's a temporary thing. I think this is something, you know, it's Central Florida and people sweat. And that monorail has a smell to it nowadays that just doesn't come out. (laughs) And I don't, you know, I I don't know, you know, I, I don't know what you can do about it, but 30 years of like butt sweat on your seats somebody had said when i when i when i read the thing about the 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 person needing to to relieve themselves into a poncho like to try to catch the water somebody said well that explains the smell in those monitors like that's literally (laughs) just a comment that explains it it's like yeah I, I mean, look, it smells been, like people urinate on the carpets here and there. We, like, we have to face it. There's going to be a lot of like odd sweat, bodily fluid type smells on that thing. And I just I don't know. I mean, and it's got it had to have been worse during this covid thing with the plexiglass that they put up because, you know, I I mean, you're not getting great ventilation in there with that. Uh, thank goodness it's gone. Oh, yeah, I know. But, you know, I've been in an era like I was on uh, when I was younger. I was on the um, previous versions of the monorail. I don't remember there being a difference. But if you consider the fact that they got this current generation, which is, I think, the Mark Six or whatever, this current generation, um, 1989, so think about that from 1972 when the parks opened till 1989 they replaced them we're well beyond that uh that lifespan um you know and there's no plan seemingly to replace these things and you know they're not going to because they just put all the new upgrades on them the the overlays the the first ones are about 17 years and i heard through other people that the life expectancy is about 20 years you can expect to get use out of them when you take care of them properly we're almost at double that i think we're at like yeah. 32 years so again i don't know what the heck we're I, thinking. I, I, but, it's like you definitely can tell there's operational issues with them for sure well, just remember though when you pay for a monorail resort or you're going to the magic kingdom and you're like i'll just jump on the monorail your chances of having problems are so much higher than they used to be like your chances of something happening where there's going to be a delay because monorail problems it's just so high right now that every time i get on one the other night when i went from epcot to the magic kingdom and back that required four monorail trips because two there and two back i had no problems at all it went perfectly and you know when i was done i was like that was a stroke of luck it worked perfect and i was like thank goodness because i've had so a lot of problems so just to tell you that it's not always bad the other night it worked perfect well you know the only time that i've ever stayed at one of those monorail hotels was when i was a kid you know and um you know it was like the last family vacation we took there and it was like 
like the trip of a lifetime we stayed at the Polynesian. So back then they didn't have uh, bus transportation because, you know, you only had Magic Kingdom and Epcot at that time and you could take the monorail there. Uh, do you know, do they have like, well, what's the bus situation at these monorail resorts? And, you know, with the Epcot monorail not running during COVID, are, what's that like? I mean, the, those resorts were not built for busing. They were built for monorail. Yeah, they were. They did use the buses though, because I. And again, I'll, from my experience, and it's been a long time, but I stayed at like the Contemporary, and I remember the lines for the monorail would be so long at park opening that they were pretty much not advantageous anyway to even use them. I always walked to the Magic Kingdom because that was so mm -hmm. close. The other way, they would take you around, and you have to stop at everything, I think. You stop at, like, all the other resorts before you get there. Now, at the end of the day, I think it was the first stop. If I have the route correctly in my head, which I think I do, it goes from the Magic Kingdom to the Contemporary, the uh, the, mod the, re the resort loop. But mm -hmm. anyway... I wasn't impressed before with the monorail because it would be too difficult to use and it would already be filled if they have any issue at all to TTA. You don't know how filled it's going to be from other places. It stops everywhere. So I think that that was the case at the Polynesian when I would I stayed there once and I go to get on the monorail in the morning. It's already full when it stops. It's like all those people were going to the Magic Kingdom. They got on mm -hmm. at either the... Uh, I, either temporary or the TTA and it's like good yeah. luck so again I don't know they need to up their monorail a little bit they need new ones at least make them reliable because with the heavy usage especially in the morning and stuff we just you can't really afford a delay especially when people are paying for top dollar for monorail resorts you, you, you can't afford these delays and stuff so anyway I, from my perspective I love the monorail but I still feel better not using it. <laughs> so I, I'll, you know, I don't use it very often on the trips. We always plan to use it at least once just so we can hear the announcement and do the tradition thing, but you know, and, and yeah. just uh, have a traditional kind of ride on them. But well, that's know. the other thing starting with after, after the parks reopened from the COVID stuff, they turned down the volume of the standard announcements on all the monorails. So you basically hear nothing. Remember before you would get on and you you would hear the famous, please stand clear of the doors. Like, yeah. you, it still plays, but you can barely hear it. You, you got you to strain and hear it barely coming through. At first, I thought it was just one of them, but no, it's all of them. And they used to have a thing where you're riding. They'd be like, here's the Grand Floridian's wedding pavilion you can stay here and blah 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 it's like i don't hear any of that anymore i hear nothing mm. and again when the when the monorail pilot comes over and speaks it sounds perfectly loud and clear maybe not clear but loud mm -hmm. but i don't know why they turn that down so again the the please stand clear of the doors is just i don't know why on earth you'd turn that down but they did it on all of them and mm. i don't know they're just trying to that Disney, the old D Disney magic 
Chapek Ch- Ch- must have been going by and said, what movie is that from? Turn that down. <laughs> That's not yeah. selling anything. Although it was selling stuff because I have a shirt that says, please stand clear of the doors. And it yeah. said, <laughs> like, they did sell the monorail shirt before that said something about, please stand clear of my vacation or something. I don't, mm. know. I don't remember what it said. Well, they, they had, um, uh, like, model sets or something like uh play sets or whatever that mm-hmm. they so they've sold of the thing so they definitely have used it uh to sell product without but not obscene amounts of product no but i well, mean you know if it's not obscene it's, profits it's a failure at disney they get to that point yeah yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, it was a high-end, like a lot of stuff they sell is high-end, but they do, I mean, they sell Christmas ornaments, they sell different things, so the monorail is definitely an icon of the resort itself. It's just a matter of, are they willing to put money into it, and do they even think they need to? And I really question whether they even think they need to, but obviously they do with breakdowns and operational issues. I mean, you know, it's it's just getting time so yeah and i don't expect it to be perfect either i know that they you know there's it's there's going to be delays and stuff but like i said when you're dealing with something that old it's just getting to the point it's like having a really old unreliable car that you're and again i i just wrote on them the other day four of them sometimes they shake back and forth sometimes the brakes stick like as they go to stop it's like real sticky and it it Mm -hmm. jerks and makes weird noises and i'm like i'm always thinking these things get stuck a lot lately this could be the night you know Mm -hmm. this could be the time where uh, i have to make the decision to (laughs) do i go to the bathroom (laughs) on a monorail in front of people or i don't know what the options are it's like (laughs) i i don't want to ever be put in that position in disney's oh yeah and and from a previous well, from a previous podcast, we know that you don't use ponchos, so you won't be going into poncho. No. What would you go in? I don't know. I hope that never happens, and I hope that's never an option. To <laughs> it shouldn't be. That no, should it never shouldn't. be because it just shouldn't. You know, like you should never be stuck on anything at Disney that long. You, you got to make that decision. What What's next, John? After the monorail? Well, I don't know. I guess I guess we could talk about. Uh, there's not a lot to say about it, but the uh, the boats. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. They they've they've still been fairly reliable. Uh, some of the routes, I, I don't know if they are now, but they weren't available. Like I used to like to go to the Contemporary and then take take the smaller boat over to Fort Wilderness, like you know, just to walk around, maybe go to Trails End or something like that. Uh, I don't know if they're running right now, but they weren't for a while. I heard there were fist fights on the ferry boat recently. Yeah, That's recently. not a good yeah. thing. No. I don't know. I, I didn't see any video or no. I just heard other people talk about it. But again, yeah. fights on the ferry boat, is, I take that as a negative. Not Nothing I've ever seen before. That's new. No, I've never seen that. But, but they are working on doing an upper and lower ferry boat exit meaning right now when you take the ferry boat you have to go down to the first floor like the magic kingdom ferry to exit they are doing a thing where they're going to have a double dock so they can get everybody off by floor so it'll make it even quicker than it is and i think that will really up the ferry boats game because i do love the ferry boat given the option i would take the ferry boat over the monorail a lot of times just because it's cool to be on a boat Mm -hmm. but 
with my luck, I always get there just as they're shutting the gate. So I have the full motor boat goes out, other boat comes in, people off board. It's like, I hate to wait the full time. So I a lot of times I end up not doing it. But if it was even quicker than it is now, I think I would ride it even more. So, And I've never heard of, I've never had the ferry boat break down on me. It seems to get over there. I'm sure that could break down. But again, so far, the boats seem to be working pretty well. Yeah, I mean, the only thing I've had with the ferry boat is when it's waiting for... Um... To, to clear the dock, you know, waiting for another boat to clear from the dock. That's it. And that's always brief. They're always cleared from the dock, but they're, they're maybe like too close to it for the regulation to dock, you know. That's but it. I have had bad luck with boats in the past. I always say the first time I stayed at uh, Wilderness Lodge, it was sharing a bus. It would go to all these other resorts and stop. And I remember thinking, this takes longer I oh you I always stayed at Pop and I'm like it's quicker at Pop they just go right there, and then I was like well at least there's a boat to the Magic Kingdom there was always a reason they weren't running that boat it's like mm. one time it was weather another mm. time they said somebody you know had like a heart I- issue so the boats closed and I'm I don't mean to be rude but I'm like if a guy has a, a heart attack on a boat don't you just take him off the boat and then take him to the hospital like. What exactly would the boat be shut down all day for? It's like the I don't think the boat. It's just weird, you right. know. It's like yeah. oh now the I don't know what they're so stuff like that would drive me nuts. I'd be like I paid for the one of the re- reasons I paid for the wilderness lodge was so I can get to the Magic Kingdom easy, and I couldn't. And I'd be like I can see the Magic Kingdom, I just can't get there. And then I get on a bus and I drive to other deluxe resorts to pick up more people, and I'm like. This is just terrible. I I really didn't like that at all. So the boats can be a little bit unreliable too. But like I said, Mm. they've been pretty good and probably more reliable than most. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't have a lot of experience other than with the ferry boats. Um, The uh, friendship boats from Epcot to like uh, Beach Club and and Boardwalk and all that. I really like them. They're they're fun. you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. You can walk to all those places very easily, yeah. but th- really it's a novelty and that's the whole thing. And I just love that. Like, I love the, the how the, the, all the, all those people, like the, the men and women that are involved in that, they're dressed up and, you know, it's all like real official and, you know, we're sea captains and CP, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. I really dig that. I like that a lot. Um, they seem to have fun with it. Um, some of them sing sometimes. Some of them like entertain the guests and interact. Uh, and some of them don't. You know, uh, it's about half and half. But it, it's it's fun. I like that part of it. Uh, let's get into your social media the last couple of weeks. How has that gone for you? Well, I don't know. It's a combination of good and bad. Um, I I basically have. Uh, Let's see. Over the past seven days, I lost 22 followers. That's good. I'm still at 46,115. So no matter what I do, including paying them, my followers are not growing. Whatever the reason for that is, I still don't know, but I continue to try. And my posts, however, do very well, though. Like, you know, I'm I'm looking down. I, I, got 1400 on a picture one of my best ones 
And I wasn't even going to do it. The uh, Ratatouille hat, the chef hat, mm, uh, yeah. he pops out the top. You know, every single media person who went to that, I'm sure, put this on and more yeah. on their things. Like, I don't, I'm sure that this is not new, but I just did, I had a like a four second video and I, I, this is typically what I have in my stories. And I'm like, I'm going to put this up because I usually don't put merchandise up in my main feed, but why not, you know, try anything at th this point? Well, it had a uh, 24,000 is the reach and 29% of those people weren't following me before. And I got eight new follows from it and I, it has 2,204 likes shared mm. 394 times. And it's like, Maybe I got to start putting pic pictures of merchandise and cupcakes up because that's what the big guys do. All they do is show one cupcake after the next and they get huge followers. It's like, I, I'm i not impressed by it myself, so I usually don't put it up. And even this, I thought it was really cute, but it's like, I don't have a kid. I wouldn't even, I've, I'm not interested in it. But I was like, people really liked it in the story. So I was like, I'm going to put it up and see. And sure enough, it's one of my top post for a, a while now so that mm. that, uh, that shows you that where people's heads are <laughs> they want to buy more overpriced disney merchandise that's what gets the attention wow so, yeah and as far as universal goes i it, it it's been just holding steady nothing real impressive um i have not gotten horror nights yet i have a couple of clips up there was because my daughter works there and her boyfriend's there all the time so he sent me some clips and stuff but i'm going to that tomorrow night so i'll get more but honestly horror nights doesn't tend to get a lot of new followers when you post it on a universal account because many of the people are casual universal fans that have never seen horror nights so that's not a plus to put it up but Still, it's been steady. I'm at 20,000 followers on there, and I honestly haven't looked. Over the past seven days, my growth is minus five, so I'm back to a slow loss on that as well, which matches the other ones. And as far as TikTok goes, I, I, you know, I did very well on it. Um, I have 6,346 followers. Which is a lot. I mean, it, it it's that's not easy to do to even get to that. Mm -hmm. But I have a thing where I do really well, and then it pretty much just dies. And then I haven't gotten my most recent really well one. But I can tell you that my uh, divine one hit one million views. So that's mm. impressive. Wow, I mean, I, I got six thousand followers. I have a video with a million views. That's oh, that's, that's great. insane. And and I mean it has almost fifty thousand likes. That's that's a crazy one. But again, I'm not that good at TikTok. I got a couple lucky ones that that weren't even new vi videos. They're just ones I knew did good on other things. Oh, I shouldn't say that. The water drip is new, but you know this divine. She hasn't been there in a couple of years, so that's not new. It's just something I had. But anyway, I'll keep trying with that. Um, seems like even with a million views you're not going to be a popular 
people are not following on there like they used to. Because right. like I said, I see people who just steal my stuff and mumble, and they got 60,000 followers. And <laughs> right. They got 10 times what I do, and it's my content. So I don't know. I I, I think there, were, there was a time where people were following everybody, and I missed that one too, I guess. So. Me too. Yeah, let me say as far as TikTok goes, I've walked away from it for a couple of weeks because my school started up again and uh, I just don't have the time to put into it right now. Um, but, you know, uh, my my video uh, and from Harry Potter, the Harry Potter video just really slowed down and fizzled out at 380,000. And I think, honestly, the divine thing, you probably landed on a page like if you do a... Um, like look at the hashtags that you put on there and you go enter that hashtag in your video will be trending under that hashtag somewhere or maybe multiple places. Whereas with mine, it was trending under the Harry Potter stuff. Um, and it's, it hung out on that page for a while. And that's kind of where you pick up, uh, your followers. Um, when, when you have a hashtag trend and they, they create literally a page for it. So, well, I think that, you know, the million people who liked that one, I think it was mostly just nitwits that had something smart to say about it. It was a good one to make inappropriate comments on. Oh, that, I see. You know, there's like people that like, I would smoke that and just nonsense that yeah. really pe people that have no interest at all in Disney, they're just out spewing nonsense. And yeah. so I don't yeah. even read that. And I only saw a couple because they were on my inbox page. I didn't read the comments. It probably has too many to even read. Six hundred ninety-one comments. That's that's way yeah, too. Yeah, that's that's really yeah. But but I mean that's awesome reach though. That's unbelievable. That's like an actual viral trend. So yeah, million. I mean, I was quite ha happy to. It stopped at that one M. It just stopped then. But I I, I was hoping it didn't stop at like nine ninety or something. Yeah. I was like, just get to one million, and then I can say I got a one M. But I don't you don't give yourself enough credit. Like you say, you're not good at TikTok, but I think you are good at TikTok. I just think it's a matter yeah. of finding the right each each post has a potential to fizzle or a potential to take off. And I think it's just a matter of, you know, it's there's no real major trends unless you're somebody who has already built a reputation and is a popular person for whatever reason. There's very many reasons why somebody could be popular on there. But I think in your case, when you you hit something unique, you've hit two things that are pretty unique to your coverage. Um, seeing Divine like that and kind of almost, it sort of looks like it's almost a behind the scenes thing. Like you've caught a moment in time that nobody else did because there really wasn't anyone around whenever you caught that. And so maybe that's part of it, you know? Yeah, there was lots of people around, but they were all standing back, way yeah, back, that's... taking pictures. And again, uh, I walked right in front of all of them to get my <laughs> yeah. footage. Because were they laying on the ground or anything? They weren't laying on the oh, ground, yeah. but I still walked right in front of all of them because I don't have time for that. I wanted to get some. I I, I wanted I, to see Divine. I wonder if anyone what happens whenever Divine has to go backstage or had to go backstage, and if somebody would have been having a picnic in front. Of them. Well, I saw that poor girl fall once, and it was terrible. And my wife uh, thought it was funny because she's uh, one of those people that when someone falls, she can't help but laugh. And I, it sounded like bones crunching, and I was like, oh, God. Uh, but, yeah, that, that was on vacation years ago. She fell down from that somehow. And it was like, 
but it was yeah. probably the cr- crutches make or the the equipment Stilts. making that yeah, sound. Still, probably yeah. still didn't sound good. And she had to be like carried out, you know, like Aww. people came out, grabbed her, and yeah. carried her out backstage again. Well, I, it was a it was a great. I think it was a great moment in time you captured there. And same thing with your water thing. That was that was great. And uh, you know, I, I obviously it's not a follower driven um, uh, kind of market over there as much. But still, you you got a lot of reach there. Yeah, yeah, that's it's good. But like I said, I just feel like I missed out on the height of TikTok followership too. But yeah, we'll see. Too. I don't really care. I'm gonna keep putting stuff out and i'll see if i get something or not but i'm really not that into it though either i i i don't know what songs are good i don't really know what young people like and like you said if if you put a popular song over disney people don't like that but then if you don't put any song people don't like that either and it's like you don't know what the heck to do it's that's that's what i mean it's it's a tough uh nut to crack over there um your your market is pretty limited when it comes to the Disney stuff. It's just like that Disney niche over there. Uh, and with yours, with the water thing and, and with Divine, you've reached beyond that because there's not typically that much viewership within that Disney niche. So you've, you've really reached uh, into another level on that with those two. That's great. Well, I have to say, though, and I, he came up on my feed, and I wasn't even going to follow him, but I did. And I kind of like Tim Tracker's vines. He does a good I do, job. too. He, he does a I great job. I don't watch his YouTube, but I like his vines, though. They're, I, don't they're watch his, um, I, I don't watch his YouTube anymore, either, but I will watch uh, his, uh, his, and I, his TikTok. I think I just said vines, too, and I you meant did. TikToks. TikTok, but yeah. He, he, he was just talking about vines on what one of them and he was like the old vine vibe or whatever so that's what yeah. made me think of, of uh, tim tracker and vine together he he does a really good job i i, I thought that too john i i it just kind of gets me that you you've noticed that as well because um then i'm not the only one uh i i've grown to not so much like his uh youtube channel so much because i think his videos are too long at this point and i just i'm not that interested in his content anymore but his tiktok stuff is really really cool i mean i like he gets really creative and i think he does a great job and i don't know if that's him and jen both but either way i really appreciate uh the job he's doing there i like it i like it too so all right so is that on all in your social media you got anything else yeah i think that's about it just a slow decline as usual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I won't give up, and my individual stuff still does great. I mean, at any given time, you'll you'll say that most of my posts have over a thousand likes, so you, you yeah. can't really uh, you can't really complain about that. That's a pretty great number, and you know, some of mine re- recently, you know, fifteen hundred likes. That hat, twenty two hundred likes. So yeah. It's it's even my IGTV video of walking around inside be our guest is over a thousand. And it's hard to get high numbers with that. So yeah, I won't complain. I am not getting taken out, but I'm I am not growing now. So I really want to get back to growth someday. And like I said, I don't give up easy. I've already seen people come and go in the past like, couple of months, you know, like I've already people had asked me online, oh, you got any advice to do this and that? And 
I'm coming down in November and I'm trying to, they're doing like, and, and again, I see them for like a few weeks and then they just fizzle out and it's like, happens a lot. A lot of people uh, think they're going to do it and they don't. And that's why even though uh, Instagram, it just keeps pushing back on me. Like why, why even keep going? You're not going to get bigger. You're not going to, it's like, I'm, I will keep trying anyway. I don't know. I'm going to start doing pictures of food and I, <laughs> I was thinking Cupcakes. I got a great picture of the gray stuff. There you, you know, go. I'll do hashtag diabetes and I'll, be, <laughs> I'll get a million new followers. I you, should do that. You could have taken, you could have just taken a, a close up of the gray stuff itself and like nothing else and just posted that on there. People, you know, most people would be like, what is that? But some, you know, there's those people that are going to know it and they're going to follow I, you over. <laughs> I literally did get, and I'm going to post it too. I have a good picture of the gray stuff. It looks yeah, good. like, Perfect. I, yeah, I took a bunch, but one of them actually looked. One of them actually looked pretty good. I'll see if, I don't know. I never. That, that no. does look, yeah. It's not yeah, bad. Not at all. Not at all. That is really good. That's a good picture of the entire plate, actually, of the other but stuff, too. The the tr- chocolate truffle's not on there, but that's fine. Yeah, it's got it's to see the other. Well, that's but yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post that soon. And I'll say, maybe people want to see that kind of thing. Maybe exciting, awesome parts of rides are not as great as... I, I think what you should stuff. do is look at the um, Disney food vlog videos and just copycat, just do exactly what they're doing. Half the time, I feel like it is my video already. Like, <laughs> it is. I do like, that? Half of it is, but you I, know, I just saw, you just I need just to complete the circuit. And she's huge, too. Her account is li- living by Disney. Uh-huh. And I saw something go go by, and I'm like, "That's my monorail video." And I'm like, "Oh wait, no, it's not. It's sh- she literally lives by here. She would never steal my stuff. <laughs> it's yeah. definitely not mine, not even remote. And she's huge too, like a huge following and YouTube. And she's she's made this is like her job. And I'm like, but I initially I look and I'm like, that's my thing. So a lot of the big guys have have transferred over to doing things similar to how I did. And when I, yeah. when I first started doing them, I, I had a lot of growth because I was the only guy doing the, the unique random stuff of, you know, first person, just point of view and just experience and nothing. But it got to be big, though. And again, what do you need to follow me, me for when somebody else will show you my best stuff or reproduce it? There's no need. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, certain people that are in the food vlog uh, space obviously have somebody on board following you because they almost scene for scene sometimes it's very much and and in specific things. So it's specific things. It's not just like generic things like copycat you completely. And so I think like you could go on that food vlog space and just copycat them, you know, complete I the circuit. Start. You could do that, you know. You don't. Start. You don't have to. You do it without talking, right? Um, because that's your first person perspective. You could even shoot it live, shoot the experience live or something, and say, "Yum, this is good." And then <laughs> that's it. Or regular guy food something or another, and then just be like, every you know, post will just be more cupcakes. <laughs> That's it. And then I can copy from each one. I don't even have to come up with any smart ca- caption. Like more cupcakes. Another yeah. cupcake. Another cupcake. Another cupcake. Another cupcake. 
another cupcake. And and then all of a sudden, like uh, a couple of days later, you're at the uh, hospital. For- <laughs> 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 no, that's the problem. I'm not eating all those cupcakes. Yeah. I get fat enough without eating all that. Uh, all right. Well, where can they find you online, John, so they can get this food vlog yeah. stuff? Yeah, if you really want to see pictures of cupcakes, you can follow me at c.wdw on Instagram and Facebook, c.wdw on uh, YouTube, c.uo on Instagram, and c.wdw on TikTok. And I have been doing one TikTok a day. They're not all good because I, I get busy too, so some of them are just... You could tell I didn't try very hard, but there is a new one every day. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I run into the same thing when I am posting. And, you know, for me, I'm not posting uh, regularly right now because of my uh, schoolwork or, or I'm driving towards uh, trying to cram classes in, driving towards graduation, which will happen probably in about I think it's five weeks now, five weeks. So, uh, yeah, but you can still follow me, see my old content at the giant rat, T H E E giant rat on Instagram and on TikTok. So that should do it for this week. We'll see you next week.